Hey everyone, um, this is Billy. I'm here with a special guest, Tommy. Uh, she's uh, a little bit nervous about being on here, but it's okay. Uh, I, I am too. I, I get nervous just like everyone else. Um, so anyway, uh, Tommy, could you could you introduce yourself and tell us some interesting things about you? Or okay, I'm I'm Tommy. I'm 58 years old. I just started transitioning about the first week of April. Um, known since I was four years old, there was something about me, but didn't know what it was. And I came, you know, I just kept searching and searching for what the answer was and decided I was a cross-dresser and the podcast came along in my life. And then I realized I'm more than just a, you know, just a cross-dresser. I realized I was, there was something more to me because it wasn't, it was more of a calming effect for me. And I heard other people talk about it and it just kind of pushed me a little bit. And I am where I am today. The term crossdresser, did that, did that ever like bother you or just like not sit right for you? It, it depended on how it was defined. A lot of people define it as a, you know, a fetish kind of thing. And that part kind of bothered me because to me it wasn't a fetish. It's not that it's a bad thing, but for me it, it didn't apply when I did it, it was just to calm myself down so that I could think better. It relieved stress, and you know, I didn't know what dysphoria was, but that was obviously there, and it it helped was helping with it. So, your cross dressing was that something you did in like private, secret, or did you go out anywhere? I basically, it started just doing it in private. Uh, I've been married for since 2011 we've been together since 2005 and i was married before and i did it basically when i was alone i would I'd have a sick day and then stay home from work just to uh to be sick yeah just just to you know be sick and be myself and that helped but uh but, wake okay. up and do the fake cough <laughs> yeah. i'm sick yeah that's exactly it you know and so so I'm assuming your your spouse didn't know beforehand. No, she did not. Mm, okay. My first wife didn't know at all. You know, she never discovered it, and I'm happy for that. Um, what about now? Uh, does your ex-wife know now? I hope not. Uh, you know. Okay. okay. But she's probably trolling me on Facebook somewhere. You know, I, I've I'm not looking for. Her. I don't. I have no communications with her. We have no kids or any reason to be in touch. So. Well, she can. Stay under the bridge by herself, I guess. Exactly. What about your current spouse? Um, Lori and I have been together since 2005. And we got married in 2011. And I had decided, I mean, there was a, there's many times I wanted to tell her, but I just, in my mind, I knew if I told her she was going to leave me. And I decided, you know, early on that I was not going to tell her and I would just stop doing it. Even though I didn't, I, I how, how did that work out? Like not telling her? Well, she absolutely did not know what was going on. I mean, I mean, I mean, um, how did that work for you? Like not telling her? Did that that bring a lot of like shameful feelings, or or it added to my stress? It, it stress. really did. You know, I 
it, it basically all blew up when COVID hit. When mm-hmm. COVID hit, and I was, we were about three, four months into it, and I think that's probably when I found the podcast. And I was listening, and I was hearing stories, and I just knew that people were dying, and I could die tomorrow. And I didn't want my tombstone to read that name anymore. I wanted it to be the true me. And I came home one night after listening to the podcast at work all day long. I listened to several episodes. Mm-hmm. I just came home and I just told my wife, we need to talk. And we talked for many hours and I told her what it was. And she had lots of questions. You know, she she's was insecure about possibility of me leaving as her for some reason because she thought, you know, gay was part of this. And it's not for me. I, it is for some, but it's not for me. I'm totally attracted to my wife. I, I love her to death. And I so in a sense, you are kind of gay. Yeah, we're trying to deal with that right now. I'm talking to my therapist about that, how to identify that. I mean, yes. But then that makes Lori there too feel uncomfortable. So we're mm-hmm. we're just not saying the words, but we're 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 good. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> So, so you, you mentioned that you, you found the podcast and you, I guess, binged it like everybody who finds a podcast in mm-hmm. our kind of situation. Um, I know for me, it was the Gab and Gabby episodes. There's like three of them. And I know for me that that really, her story really, really spoke to me. And I, I really related to it. Were there any that, that stuck out to you that, that they just stick out in your mind? Um, is it Steph and... And her Gwen? Yes. Steph and Gwen? That's, I think that's the one that hit me. And that's probably the one I was listening to when I came home and I told Lori, I have to tell her this. And yeah, that one seriously stuck out in my mind. And I've since been trying to get her to be part of this. And she she just doesn't feel comfortable yet. It, it'll mm-hmm. get there, she says, but just not yet. I get that. I get that. Well, I'd, I'd, love to, um, I'd love to have her on here and talk to her. I think that'd be... Fantastic. I, I would love to get more spouses' voices on here. I, yes. I know I mentioned it the last episode with Giselle, but I, I think I really think it's important to have those those voices out there because I know I know when, when someone comes out to their spouse, their spouse is in panic mode and, and trying to find resources for them. Exactly. And they're not necessarily wanting those um I don't want to say transphobic or, or homophobic or whatever resources because those definitely are there i know whenever my ex-wife came out to me i reached out to uh one of those not not knowing that that's what they were yep i thought it was just like a legitimate support group um so yeah i I would love i would love to talk to her and and hear her her story hear her see see what was going on in her mind through all of this and someday she probably she might what she might do this you know a lot of the same terminology that she used, I'm hearing from other people, I didn't sign up for this. You know, that's a very common one I keep hearing. And I'm just blessed that she's realized that, you know, we, we belong together still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I'm, I'm happy that, I'm, I'm really happy for you and, and her that they all are working it out. And, and, and and you still have that connection. That that's that's really cool. And you have that communication line. Yep. Um, was there ever a time, like a- after you came out to her, where 
there wasn't that communication or, or no, I, the fact that I was opening up to the one thing in my life, I've never lied to her and I wasn't lying to her about this. I just wasn't telling her having her know everything about me. My deepest, darkest secret was revealed. And I told her that that is it. There's nothing else I have to hide. And it is, it was a huge relief for me to get that off my chest finally. And she trusted me from that. It, 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 we're still talking about it and, you know, I'm going to therapy. She she's come to my therapy with me, and and I think I think it's just on a good path right now. Mm-hmm. Isn't it kind of sad that you have to think of this side of yourself as like a, a deep dark secret? It really is. I, but my upbringing taught me you don't talk about this. I mean, I'm 58 years old. There were not the resources that the kids have today. I've got a transgender nephew and he is, he's got so much more resources at 14 than I ever could even imagine. I had no idea what was wrong with me. I just knew I wanted to be a, a United States gymnast at the time. <laughs> a, a United States gymnast. What would you have done? The, the horse? What, would, what, would, what was your, um, it, it was what would have been your event? It would have been the floor routine. That's what I was watching. It was the unitards mm. and the, I don't, Do you have the, the, the ribbon? Skills. Yep, that, that, all that stuff. This is my my first memory was at four years old watching the Olympics with my mother, and mm-hmm. that's what I knew. So okay, okay, yeah, I remember. I remember when I was a kid, there was an infomercial. I think it was an infomercial. It was definitely a toy. It was uh, it was a ribbon, you know, like on a stick. They called it a ribbon dancer. Okay, yeah, uh, I remember that. So that's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Um. So you joined the Discord, what, earlier this year or late last year? It was like, yeah, late summer last year, I think it was. Okay. How's that been, joining the Discord? Oh, I, well, you see me. I'm there. I love it. I'm, you know, I feel like I, people talk and they're like, there's Tommy. <laughs> there's Tommy. <laughs> you know, like I'm always just sitting waiting for somebody to say something. But, and I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, let's see. So you did, uh, you did something pretty cool last night. Yep. I, I hear, would you like to elaborate on that and, and even, even just like reveal what it is? Cause I don't want to reveal just your story. It was, uh, my 40th high school reunion and backstory on it is I, I was, I came into the school district at eight or grade seven and I was the outsider in a small Minnesota town. I was the outsider. I didn't, I couldn't make friends. Didn't like anybody in my class. Everybody in my class did not like me. And I went to the 10 year reunion after I graduated. It was exactly the same thing. I swore I would never go again, but this year because of where I'm at, I was like, I'm going to this thing. (laughs) And I, you know, I was actually encouraged by one of the gentlemen. There's a, a Dave Boker. He, I showed, I put a picture of it on the disc, Discord. He's the one that was encouraging me to show up. And shout out, a, Dave. Yeah, he's been a super supporter and just a super nice guy. He's he's one of those the class clowns and the you know he's the life of the party. So you know, I was happy to be there with you know and be associating with him and but. 
Yeah, we got there bright and early. My wife came with me, and we were like one of the first people there. We just sat and waited, and I started watching people come in. I could recognize people, but the people I could recognize, I didn't know their names, and the ones that I knew their names, I couldn't recognize. Did they recognize you? No. That's good. That's good, right? There was four or five people that from Facebook that knew, you know, just because uh, okay. I was on a class page and they you know, had been seeing me, which, which I was fine with, but there was so many that had no idea. And how, how was that? Did they, how did they react? 90% of them were so happy to see me so happy for me. It was, it was just a very affirming, super fun experience. I've gone from a complete in, introvert to wanting to be that you know out front and loud and, and bright, and <laughs> so I have no problem walking up to people now and you know just getting in their face. And it was fun last night. Cool. Is there um how 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 did that make you feel seeing all these people that you grew up with? I'm assuming you haven't seen in a long time. How how was that experience of of being around them uh, as, as like your, your, I don't, I don't really want to say your new self, but as your new self, well, like how, I, how did that make you feel? I felt absolutely wonderful. I mean, they were accepting, you know, the one, I mean, they literally didn't talk to me in high school. I ended up having to be friends with grades behind me, you know, just so I had somebody to talk to. Oh, so that means you should go to next year's or the, the, the other <laughs> Yeah, next year's high school reunion. Yeah, well, actually, this was an all years reunion. So there was oh, class, okay. there was people from three years on either side of our grade, which is class of eighty two. So there were some of my friends there, so that that helped in having Lori there. And but, you know, there's a couple of points that were super funny. It oh, was like held. At, it was it was held at a bar restaurant in downtown where I where I grew up in Chaska, and. An old salesman friend of mine who I haven't seen for like two years, he, he worked with me in the business I was in, and he saw me, and I walked up to him, and he, he was sitting down at a table with his wife, and I said, ironically, his name is Bill, and I said, hey, Bill, how's it going? And he just kind of looked up at me real dead-eyed, and he's like, uh, good. I said, how you doing? He says, I'll take a beer. I'm like, no, Bill, I'm not your waitress. You, had, sh- you should have you should have gotten them a beer. I thought about doing it, but <laughs> I, I just thought that was hilarious. And then I actually had to tell him my name, and then he you saw the recognition, and then mm-hmm. I was good. But I think he was seriously floored. He had his aha moment. Oh yes, and his wife was just staring at me like, "What is this lady talking to you about?" <laughs> How how was his wife? Did um once once uh, I guess they found out who you were. How how was that? Didn't spend a whole lot of time over there. They're both in their seventies now, and I didn't want to interrupt their dinner. I just Bill, I know well enough I could go up and mess with him a little bit. His wife, I wanted to you know spare her some time. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um, and then there was another one. A, a classmate came in and. I knew who he was immediately because I recognized him and he walked up to me and he was like, who are you? And I'm like, you don't know me. And I just started, I just, I just kept playing it off and for like five, 10 minutes. And he was like, who the hell are you? And I, 
finally I had to tell him, he's like, damn, he says, I thought you were going to tell me you, you, I fathered one of your children or something. I, I wish you would have told him that. <laughs> it didn't hit me, but that's where his mind went. <laughs> so but that was, those, that was the most humorous parts of the whole evening. You, you should have said, I'm here to collect, yeah. uh, I don't know, 21 years of back child support or whatever, however long, I don't know. I don't know anything about child support. I don't have kids. Nor do I. Is that is that something that bothers you? That you don't have kids? Yes, it, it actually bothers both me and my wife. Uh, we both are on our second marriage. Our first marriages, mine was too, way too immature. I knew if we had a child, it would have been my responsibility fully. I mean, she didn't even take care of the household. She's not going to take care of a child. And Lori's husband passed away, but he expressed he had no interest in ever having children. And so she didn't get the opportunity and neither did I. So by the time we met, it was kind of beyond our childbearing years. And you know, we're bo- both, you know, Lori's in her 60s and I'm you know, almost 60. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so you're, on, you're on hormones. I think yes. you said it. If not, yes. I just revealed it. Yep. Um, I've, heard, I've heard some people say that, you know, maybe before they, they were on hormones, they, they had no desire to have kids or children or, and, and myself included in that. I, I didn't really have a desire for kids cause I felt like I had too much of my own issues. Yeah. Um, since you've been taking the hormones, have you noticed any like more need to want to have kids? No, that, that has been pretty that steady. Happened. Yeah. That's, that hasn't happened. I'm, only thing I'm really dealing with is emotions. I'm crying more than I ever have. <laughs> mm, what makes you cry? Uh, let's see, a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> which which one? Uh, mean. If you, if I, don't you're know. I don't know. Song. Maybe if uh, I heard it, I would know. Highway 20 Ride by Zach Brown Band. Shout out Zach Brown Band. Yeah, that's, we're interviewing uh, them next week. Oh, cool. No, I'm just kidding. I, I figured you were. <laughs> It's all about a dad that has to make the drive to go pick this child, you know, even though he doesn't want to be in this position, but he has to. And it hits mm-hmm. me where my my childhood was. So, mm-hmm. what what was the last thing that made you cry? <sighs> hmm. It's been about a week, so I don't remember now. Okay. I don't know. I, I I couldn't tell you right at this moment. Well, but... I'll tell you mine because I cried today. Uh, I was cleaning my room, uh, which I should do more often, but that's beside the point. I was, I kept finding like all kinds of like cards and letters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just over the last year, I've gotten a lot of, uh, I've gotten a lot of mail from just friends or, or cards or whatever, just. For various reasons, you know, my mom's death, uh, Christmas, birthday, random letters, I have a pen pal or whatever, but I was going through, I was just looking a lot of, at a lot of that stuff and I found one, there, there's one that my mom sent before she passed, mm-hmm. which is, it's always really hard for me to read. Oh yeah. Um, today it definitely hit different. Okay. Um, so yeah, that, that, that got me crying for a little bit. Okay. Now I. But it was a good cry. A good cry. Yeah. And now I remember, mine was. Uh, I don't know if I told you. I wrote a letter. My therapist had me write a letter to the four-year-old me, explaining mm. where you're going to be, and you know, at this point in your life, and 
first paragraph was the hardest because I hit my grandma Smith, who's saint to me, and just thinking about her makes me want to cry. I, I if I open up the letter, and I, it's just something about the the way it's structures. I see it and I instantly cry, and I don't even have to be even reading anything. It just it's very disappointing to me. So, hmm. how was that experience of writing that letter? I'm assuming. I mean, I know it's emotional because you just said it was, but it was, was it hard. was it pretty eye opening? Hardest letter I've written. Um, I was supposed to bring it to my therapist after. It took me two weeks to write it. A little bit each night, trying to get through the emotions of everything that I'm writing, and then. I was supposed to bring it into the office and read it, and I just told her I can't, and I emailed it to her so she could read it. She cried. I also sent it to my wife, and she cried. And so, well, don't send it to me because I don't want to cry. <laughs> well, I've had a request to post it somewhere, and I, I just don't know which channel to do that in. So, uh, let me think about that one. <laughs> um, I don't know. I need to think about that for sure. Yeah, that one. Have you ever? Just because you, you were writing to your your child self as your current self, correct? Have you ever written a letter to your future self? No. Would you ever consider that? I, I probably would. Right now, I mean, a lot of the writing I'm doing is in, in a journal. I'm trying. I'm writing everything I can remember from my first thought, which was actually at age two, all the way up to present day. And I'm, I don't know how many pages in. I'm. Mean, close to 100 pages in, and I'm not even past the eighth grade yet, so. Dang. Yeah, I, I did that once. I have, um, I, I know I mentioned this, uh, there was like a guided journal or something that mm-hmm. I mentioned to you once, and I think you got it, but. Yes, I did. Before that, I had some other journal type thing where I had like 300 plus questions, you know, and it's like, write a letter to your future self. Okay. So when I did that, that was. That was a few years, a couple years ago, or I don't know, maybe last year sometime. I don't know. I still wasn't like fully, not that I'm still really there, but that was really before I was uh, accepting of myself, mm-hmm. at least to the level I am now. Um, I was kind of really feeling like I was split at that time. Okay. Like I was just stuck in the middle. Uh, and that, that, so anyway, like the, the question or the prompt was write a letter to yourself. Uh, I think 10 years in the future, you know, like future self. Yeah. Um, so I know I wrote one as like future self as boy, Billy. And then I wrote one uh, future self as girl, Billy. Um, and that was, that was really hard for me to write. Yeah. Especially like the, the boy, Billy side. So I know for me that was it was very helpful. Yeah, it, it it helped me there. I don't know if I could do that one now because ten years from now I I'm hoping that I, everything I'm doing now is just the foundation of where I'll be. Where where do you hope to be? Just, I mean, I'm living it now. I mean, it's twenty four seven for me now. Work. I, I mean, I've. I came out at work. It's all good there, other than I've got a few issues I've found this week. Uh, I just hope to be happy. Uh, I don't know if I'd be retired by that point. Would you want to be retired? Um, I haven't thought about it. The work I do, I've been doing since I was 14, and it's kind of my passion. If I do leave 
the office that I'm working in, I would probably start doing some of it here. I'd buy a machine, a laser machine, and do some stuff in my garage, hobby-wise. And... Mm, like what? Um, just engraving plastics and making trophies and just knick-knacky things I could sell at a, you know, at a street fair or something. That's kind of not the industry I'm in right now because mine's more industrial, but it's easy to switch over to that. I've I can do printing. I, I just, I think it would be fun. Mm. Okay. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. You could post those, all those on the, the hobbies channel. Well, I can on, definitely, the dis, on the discord. I can definitely show you. I, I had, I've been running my, I had been running my own company about two years ago until the owner decided he liked somebody better than me and put somebody else in charge and kind of asked, well, he, they basically tried to make me quit, and I, I was like Milton. I just had my red stapler, and I just kept moving wherever they told me to. So mm. <laughs> you get the office um, space reference. You know, it's probably better to not be at a place like that. Yeah, it is. And I'd like to say, I, even at that point, I still wasn't ready to be who I was. It was circumstances of COVID and just my health, and everything was going kind of downhill for me, and I... I needed to make a change and it was life changing. So, and life has your, has your health improved? My, I'm, di- I'm pre diabetes and my blood sugars were always in the eights and above. And my doctors were always trying to get me below. It's been you know, dec- two decades that I've been above eight and three months on, on estrogen and spirolactone. And I'm at 5.8, which is the safe zone. Mm-hmm. Three months. So, I had a, a heart kind of issue where where my resting heart rate was over 100 beats a minute. Dang, that's scary. I can be sitting watching a movie for three hours, look down at my watch and see that it's still at 103. You're like watching a a really slow drama and you're like, oh, it's super sucked into the action. Your heart's pumping. No, no, nothing like that. It could just be a Disney film and I'm actually half falling asleep. I look down and it was horrible. And now it's in a safe resting range at 70. So the stress mm. is literally going to kill me if I didn't figure yeah, this that's out. That's not good. That's not good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly super happy that that didn't happen. And I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that you made the decisions that you have. Yeah. Um, um, was that, was getting on hormones a, a hard decision for you? Was that really easy? After, I mean, I had a lot of questions about it, and a lot of them were, you know, how is this going to affect the health that I'm at? And my, you know, gender specialist doctor here in town actually told me it could help you. But at that point, there was a no-brainer. I'm going to try this because, you know, two decades of taking certain other pills wasn't doing anything for me. So, hey, let's try this. And there's some (laughs) unsuspected, you know, unexpected side effects that I'm enjoying, so. Yeah, yeah. What what are the unexpected side effects? I mean, is it the health, the health stuff, or is it something else? That, that's better, and uh, I've got the same issue you do with the, the nipples that just won't stop hurting. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so this will be a, a. I've only told a few people this, but maybe podcast exclusive. I guess I'll know because I'm going to try to post this tonight. Um, so the other day, I think it was Thursday night. I was taking a shower and just kind of playing with my boobs as I do now. 
Uh, and mine have totally scored liquid now. I haven't got that point, but cool. Yeah, so. I would not be disappointed. <laughs> it, it was, I mean, it's not like, um. No. It's not like a jet stream, you know? It's not, I'm not going to, like, put out a fire with my nipple blasts. <laughs> it was, like, literally, like, tiny little droplets of, like, clear fluid. No, I haven't experienced that, but, uh, there is a amount of pain that's uh, involved which i'm it's not unpleasant so it's not unpleasant yeah i i don't know i i, I know there, there's like pain like I, I mean i have pain too mm-hmm. i i kind of like it though because mm-hmm. it just it's kind of a reminder oh i'm going yeah what i feel is the right direction yes that's exactly what i mean it's a, it's a reminder yep it, it's working have you have you had any like development like breast development? A little bit. I can tell uh-huh. I'm, I'm up some. You know, the bra that I was wearing at one point is I don't have to fill with anything like I used to. So, what it's are only, what, just what are your a, hopes with that? Well, I've been talking to my doctors about it, and you know, they basically said, you know, look at your mom and your sisters and see mm-hmm. where they were at, and you know. You might get to that point. You might be a little less, you know. Any part is okay with me. I'm good with it. What What do you want, though, like, in your ideal mindset? Uh, do you want, like, giant knockers, or do you want little tiny mounds? I'm, I'm already... No almond joy. I'm already the B cup, and that was even probably before the hormones. Mm, so, okay. My size, so I think I'm almost into a C cup, and I don't know. My sisters and my mom are well endowed, so I don't know how I, you know, it's going to get to the D's or anything like that. But oh, you're going to get to the F's. You're going to no. be an F cup. I can feel it. It's a I call it a hunch. No, there'll be no no augmentation being done here. So, oh no, it's going to happen. I'm sorry, you've been cursed. You've been cursed to have F cups. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, how about any other, have you ever had, or have you had any other effects like body changes or, or mental changes or well, how's it been for you? I mentioned the crying and I, I don't know if I've totally nailed it down, but it seems like there's a cycle and I don't know if it's a total 28 days, but it seems that it's every three or four weeks and I'm, I'm for a couple of days, you, you best not cross me, especially at work. So I've I've definitely read that trans women can have uh I don't know I don't know like a pseudo period maybe I'll call it that. And my doctor said it's a hormonal cycle, you know, it's not a period or anything, but it will be it, it Close can enough. get there. And she even says guys if they work long enough together will get they'll sync up on their own guy cycles. So mm. I wonder what happens on the guy cycle. I don't know. I don't. I don't relate to guys. I never have, and I. Hmm. I wonder if any uh, listener knows about the guy cycle. Uh, please uh, let me know because I'd love to know. Yeah, me too. I, mean, I guess I could look it up, but I'd rather hear from somebody. I think it'd be cooler. I think I have a salesman at work that has one because it seems like every three weeks he's he loses his mind and you know he makes everybody miserable. So. Hmm. That's not fun. Yeah. 
And that's something I, you know, I'm learning at work. Uh, did you know that you have a white male privilege card? Mine's me? been mine's been taken away from me, you know, apparently, because I've been at work and being the expert in my field that I am, I I go to morning meetings and I've been dismissed three times in the last couple of weeks. Like, and I felt like, you know, shh, the, the guys are talking and they were like, you know, scooting me away. And I'm like, no, this ain't happening. And my therapist just looked at me. She goes, yep. Welcome to womanhood. I, I haven't. Oh, I don't, I don't think I've experienced that yet. I mean, definitely not at work. Cause I'm not, really out of work sort of out of work but not really um i also i'm by myself most of the time so i don't know if that would really even matter no. well the baffling thing to me is they are apparently are now seeing me as a woman and going to treat me that way but they can't get my pronoun right mm. i don't know how many times i actually had to go to point actually printing out a pronoun sign and putting it prominently at my desk so that when they walk in they see it because they keep coming in going yes sir and no sir and i'm like you should you should put it on your de- your door the door put one on your put one on your door too they wouldn't see it when they when they come to my office i'm at a almost like a straight angle coming in they would have to turn 90 degrees to see the sign so it's on my printer mm. and okay they, they see it definitely when they come in so Okay. And the next, next one's going to be a, a sign on a stick that I hold up every time they do it. We should you should uh, print out some giant stickers and like those <laughs> fat heads and like put them on your the wall behind you. Okay, yeah, I could do that. That that would be fun. You could you could print a giant <laughs> a giant picture of you <laughs> and the she her <laughs> next to it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then that would that would work too because then you you could like take off and say oh Tommy's got it yeah I don't have to come to work Tommy's there yeah yeah it it just it just kind of floors me that you know the way they're treating me I mean they accept there's several that do make the mistakes but I've got some of these people I worked with for over thirty five years they've got history and if they make a mistake I'm not going to jump down their throat I'm just but you know if you've only known me you know a couple of months. And you, you know, this is all you knew. You better not start using the sirs and the using the wrong names, and because it's fresh for you. You should you should know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. How so? So you worked with a lot of these people thirty plus years. Mm-hmm. How was the experience? Or, or tell me, just tell me about like you coming out at work. I had started HRT and I knew that changes were coming and I had came in on, a, I started them on a, the meds on Friday and I came in on Monday and I wrote to HR and kind of explained to them what was going on. And that's where I learned the company is very supportive and they're going to work with me. And that was, you know, the week before the, before the first of April. On the 1st of April, I, I decided I was going to come in dressed and and bring it bring it out to the world, not knowing that April 1st was that day. I didn't realize it was April Fool's Day. Mm. And I was sitting in my car, and I was listening to the radio, and they said, you know, don't get caught by any April Fool's today. And I'm like, oh, crap, I can't do this today. You know, but I, I live an hour away. There's no way I was going to drive back home. So I went in and just... 
showed him who Tommy was and it, it went very well. And, you know, some people said that they knew all along and I'm like, bull. <laughs> you know, How? Yeah. I'm like, you, don't, you don't have a secret, you don't have a TikTok with videos and, and you get outed by them suggesting your channel to, as a contact. Like well, mine. Had, yeah. I have a, a quality person who I've known since early nineties and, you know, she's the one that was trying to tell me she kind of knew something was up and I'm like, no, no, you didn't know. But I, I let her be understand. If she thinks that she understood fine, it helps with her acceptance. I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. Um, did anyone, did anyone else like think it was an April fool's thing? Uh, yeah, I, I was I was walking out in the shop just as I was going to go home, and the second second shift supervisor walked up and looked at me. And goes, "Did you lose a bet?" And I'm like, "No, Ryan, I I didn't lose a bet." And then he really hasn't spoken to me since. I think he really has a problem with me, but he's a severe in, introvert, Catholic schoolboy. Mm-hmm. He, I've got 30 years of experience with him as well, but you know now he won't talk to me. So that's fine. I don't have any interactions with him. It's not a big deal. I get that. Yep. That's hard. Um, I mean, I don't know if you're close or not, but that, that I know that can be really hard for, for certain people. Um, like having that, that loss of communication. Um, there are people at work that I'm much closer to, you know, I, I mean, my laser department supervisor, I was there the day he was born. You know, literally he's, he's grown up with the company. I've known him all of his 40 some years now, you know, if he didn't accept me, it would have, it would have hurt my feelings. The second shift supervisor, he's, he was just somebody that worked there. He was, he was an acquaintance more than no more than that. Mm-hmm. The, the laser supervisor that you've known his whole life, how, uh, how, how does he react I guess is, has he taken on the she the pronouns? Yes, pretty absolutely. well. Or absolutely, he's he started with it right away, you know. And actually, he's probably my biggest supporter at work. He has a transgender brother now, and that happened in the early '90s. That was my first experience where I realized I could do something about this. But then I saw what he had to go through to go from female to male. And I'm like, wow. And the, the abuse he was taking and I don't know. But Eric, you know, being the brother, was always very supportive of his, his new brother. And so me doing this, it's old hat for him. Well, that's great that you have someone there like that. I'm really, I'm really happy for that and for you. Yeah. There, there's several people there that are really you know, my allies. There's a few... They put up with me, and I'm okay with that as long as they don't make a big stink about it. It doesn't affect them. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I had a question. Okay. This is about the Discord. There are times where I feel that you know because of where I moved to, that do I belong there at times? Do you feel like that? Or has anybody else expressed that feeling that this is kind of a cross-dresser thing, and now we've, you know, I've moved past it, and I'm on a whole different plane than they are, kind of. 
That's a good question. Uh, sometimes I wonder about that for myself. But the way I look at it is the Discord, to me, is for, for fans of the podcast. Yep. Um, I don't think you have to be a crossdresser to be in there. I think you can be trans or, or cis. I mean, I, I think, because, um, I mean, I, I love it whenever, like, a spouse joins. I think it's great. Exactly. I, I Honestly, I wish they would interact more. I really haven't, um, brought, it, I haven't brought it up much because Gisela always said that, you know, crossdresser and under the trans umbrella, under the, the umbrella I, position. So, I mean, it, for sure. And I, I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, I feel like with Giselle, you know, this podcast started off as, you know, cross-dressing specific, mm-hmm. but throughout the years and the episodes, it's definitely evolved or transitioned, if you will, yeah. to be more inclusive yeah. of, of people all throughout the gender spectrum or sexuality spectrum or whatever spectrum they're on or part of. It's really what I needed. I needed this. I, you know, I've told you where I'm at. I have, I feel very alone in the County that I'm in and to have even just something virtual to go to and feel safe and can talk and be myself really means a lot to me. And I think it means a lot to the other people as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm officially the quote owner of the discord. Mm -hmm. Um, so you have my blessing and you know, no one has said anything to me okay. about it. Um, and if they did, I would probably tell them to deal with it or whatever. You know, it's, it's, I think you're totally fine being there. I mean, I don't feel uncomfortable, but I just was always wondering, does anybody feel that, you know, this was meant for us and, you know, isn't there a place you could go to now or. Which I trust me, I've looked. There is no place as good as what I'm dealing with now. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I, I haven't. No one's told me anything. Okay, it just something and, and, in my head. Yeah, yeah, and I don't, I don't see a problem with it as, as long as you're comfortable being there. That, that that's all that matters. Yep. Yes. True. Um, dang, I had a good question, but I forgot what it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's fine. It'll it'll come to me like tomorrow yeah. um let's see so i think um it was what like march or so mm-hmm. i sent you something in the mail yes you sent me a postcard and i absolutely loved it it was you know i did cry when i got that i just thought it was the coolest thing my first transgender flag that i've ever owned was your your creation so that's cool yeah, I loved it. Where is that now? It is in my journal book. It sits there. You know, when I open it up, that's the first thing I see. And I took a copy of it, and it is my you know, screensaver on my phone. Mm, that's cool. So I see it every day. Cool. Now, that, that, that brings me a lot of joy. I like, um, I like the thought of my art bringing people joy. It did. And I've shared it with many people, and they you know, all think it's awesome. They could, uh, they could buy one from me. I'll, yeah. I'll paint some for them. <laughs> I'll open them. We'll put up an Etsy. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Don't tempt me. <laughs> hmm. Let's see. Let 
what else? Um, dang, I, I wish I would remember that question. It was so good. I just don't remember. Dang it. Right here I was coming in and asking you questions. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. I don't. I, I like asking. I like answering questions. Yeah. Um, do you have any other questions for me? Um, Since this is our first time talking, like it really is voice I mean, to voice. You know, it, it's getting. I'm feeling much more comfortable as than when you first turned the camera on. So. It's all good. Um, no, I just, you know, I think I've expressed it many times how grateful I am to you and Giselle and the other ladies of the podcast and, and the and the Discord. I wouldn't be where I am without you guys now. I truly, I truly if, wouldn't. With the exception of what you just said, is there anything else that you would like to vocalize to Giselle? Well, I... I I actually messaged her. I was afraid, you know, that she wasn't around. So somebody just told me, I don't think it might have been Angie just says, well, just messenger. She's probably lurking in the background anyway. So I just expressed that exactly to her that, you know, I owe a lot to her being out there and talking to people and getting me involved, you know, in the, in the podcast, you know, drawing me in and keeping me there throughout every episode and, and giving me the courage to do what I had to do to get to where I am. It just means so much to me. You know, I wish we could all get together someday and have a you know a party of some sort, just so I. You know, I mean, that would be just ideal. But one of these days, we've. I mean, I know I made that happen. Yeah. I've made that happen uh, with a few people before already. Um, I know if I didn't, like last uh, last year's June. I, you know, I, I flew up to California and met with Sierra, Giselle, Ty, and Lily. And, and I know for me, that was, that was really like a transformative experience for me. Um, I kind of want to go back just a little bit okay. to, to say, to, to mention about, sorry, <laughs> you said something about, um, we brought you, 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 you found this like confidence or you, you got confidence from this. I think you had the confidence all along. Like you're just discovering it. That's exactly true. I I was so busy hiding myself that it kept me from being myself. And truthfully, I went to my my <laughs> reunion, and my wife's just like, "You're chatting." I mean, she couldn't get five words out of me, you know, six months ago. Just I'd come from from work, I'd say how my day was, and you know, it'd be you know, radio silence until we went to bed. Now she can't shut me up. So. <laughs> Now she's going to, you should buy her some duct tape. <laughs> so, uh, do, do it like one of those, uh, what are those coupons people give? Like the chores coupons or whatever, but they will be like shut up coupons. <laughs> and it'll just slap them on your face. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been an adjustment for her because I, I'm definitely gone from introvert to extrovert and, I've always wanted to be there. I just never felt I could, and now I can. And I want to. I, I'm right out front. I don't care who sees me or what what they're thinking. I'm just being myself. How does that feel? I don't know if there's words to express it. It's, it's uh, my my. Try it. It's extreme happiness. I mean, I, I just. No, there isn't words. I mean. Truthfully, there is none. 
you know, how happy I am. That's great. No, that's really great. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really happy for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I know, um, you and, and some other people from the podcast or, or that I've met through the podcast or even some people on Instagram, um, definitely inspire me. Mm-hmm. Definitely inspire me to move forward and, and do things that I never thought I would ever get to. Yeah. I'm, and I've had some experiences on, on uh, Instagram, you know, people who I've admired for months and maybe even years and knowing their stories and they have thousands of followers, but they follow very few and you get that follower you know, request and you're just like, really, you know, that person wants to follow me. One of them was Giselle for me. And there was another, a couple of people from Instagram and Twitter that I was, I've been following for many years and just idols for me. And they've all this week have come forward and, asked to you know follow me and it's just that's super exciting with the exception of giselle have you talked to any of them i've had words i mean i've i've tried to talk to them prior to this and i might get a heart back or something but now they're chatting with me and it's it's magical to me that they're you know they want to talk to me now so it's it's bizarre almost (laughs) Yeah, that's great. That's yeah. great. Hmm. The only thing I'm lacking right now is a some in real life local friends. I'm I'm desperately searching up, down, every way, and you know there was even one person on the Discord, but I think she's kind of bowed out. And I see her on Instagram, and we chat a little bit, but you know, I think she heard I I was from Minnesota, and she, I think she thinks I was trying to, you know introduce myself and get, you know, get to know her. And I really was not. So <laughs> be, be, um, extra friendly. Yes. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. And I just was happy to have somebody else to actually know there was somebody else from Minnesota. And, and until going to the first pride event here in Minnesota and actually seeing other people like me, that was bizarre for me. That was, that was very, uh, an experience that everyone should go through. Well, maybe, Maybe someone in Minnesota will, will hear this podcast and, and reach out to you. Well, that'd be cool. Um, I, I like I like to think that this podcast brings people together, I, I, I and in like a physical way too, not just um, not just virtually. Mm-hmm. True. I know there's there's a lot of people that have met through this podcast and have met in person and hung out and became friends. I think it's super cool, super super cool. Yeah. I, I if uh, I know for me, if I could, I would I would love to meet everybody in person. Oh yeah, me too. There's so many people I feel so close to. I I feel like they're you know relatives I just haven't talked to in a while. I would love to go up and you know shake their hands or give them a hug or. That's cool. That's cool. Well, dang. Um, it's almost an hour. Yeah. See how, see how these go? Yeah. They're all nervous. Next thing you know, it's like an hour later. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see. Is there anything that you want to talk about or bring up or has been on your mind? Um, Besides the pod, uh, the Discord question? Yeah, I, uh, I just hope that, you know, the world can change and make it better for the kids. You know, the kids are going to change this. I mean, I see that the younger generation is so accepting and so understanding and so there. Once this old generation gets out of power and these these young kids get in charge, the world's going to be different. It has to be. Mm-hmm. I know kind of to play on that and in, in the previous thing. Um, I know I mentioned P flag to you before. Mm-hmm. How has that been? I've looked into it. The one that's, that's there's two of them within an hour drive from me and their, their meetings are usually on a Tuesday at six o'clock and I get out of work by the time I get home. I can't even get to the thing by the thing time the thing starts. Have you done any of the, the virtual ones? None of the ones in Minnesota are. I've watched mm-hmm. somebody was telling me there was one in like Louisville or Kentucky or somewhere down there that was, I watched one of those. I didn't get a whole lot out of it, but I've been, you know, I keep searching. I keep watching. Uh, there's a couple local things that, you know, other groups that are doing stuff, they're doing stuff live virtually. And uh, there's a church in town. I'm waiting for the, the pastor to get back from sabbatical. She's been in Norway for like the last nine months. Dang. Once, when she gets back, I want to approach her and, and see what, uh, I want to be part of a community and if, if that can be it, that's what I want. Mm. So. Okay. Um, let's see. Well, where can people find you? Um, as far as what? <laughs> Online. Like or, or, if people want to, if someone wanted to reach out, like maybe they listen to this episode and, and something just really, um, you know, struck them or, 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 they, or maybe they just really liked your episode. And they want to like say, "Hey, I liked your episode." Um, where where can they find you? I'm on Facebook. I, I guess what I'll do is if they can find me on the Discord, let me you know put something in my bio somewhere, and I'll put some links to where I'm. I'm I don't mind know mine off the top of my head. I've I've changed them so much over the years. I don't know which one's actually current. You're not a you're not a pound sixty nine. No, no, I I don't have the pound sixty nine like you do. <laughs> Drop the ball, missing out. Okay. So so what you're trying to say is uh, that the listeners need to go find the Discord. Yes, they have to come to the Discord. How do they find the Discord, Tommy? Um. Well, wait a second, Giselle didn't know. Why do I have to know it? <laughs> Because you're the guest. Oh, my gosh. Do I have to do everything? Yes. Uh, you can find the Discord on the crossyaspodcast.com website. There's a link to to find it. You can message me on Instagram at billyrain4 or on the Discord uh, at uh, billypound6924. And I'll get you in there. Uh, and you can come say hi to Tommy and, and I would like that and see your pictures and stuff. Okay, cool. Did you like that? I did like that. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, let's see. I don't know. I think that's, it's about all I got. Do you have anything? 
Well, I want to thank you for not, uh, you know, secretly running Giselle in here and put, rendering me speechless. So, well, uh, I, you I tried. definitely tried. I tried. She just didn't respond. I yeah. should have sent a text and not a Discord message. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. No. She, knows, she knows how I feel now. So. Um, moving forward with the podcast, is there anything that you would like to to hear or see? The roundtable things, I would like to see some of that. I would like to be involved in some of that. I think somebody, and one of them was just recently was talking with, when we were talking about getting a roundtable, there was a subject in there. I felt like I had something I can choose, but I don't remember what it was at, the, at this point. But yeah, I'd like to I'd like to see that and maybe be involved in that because I, I'm feeling more comfortable at this, so I would like to be involved. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I would, I would love to get more roundtables out. Uh, it's just coordinating multiple people across the globe is sometimes difficult. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you going to bring? Even, huh? I was going to say, are you going to bring the Patreon back in online? And I mean, I might if um, if people are interested in in that. I signed up, and then they told me, "Hey, don't you, you know, bother. It's it's not it's not working right now." So, <laughs> I mean, let me. I'll talk with Giselle about that because I, I mean I, I'm interested in it. Okay. Um. I, I mean, this, yeah, I mean, if people want to support, that's cool. You know, this all this stuff isn't for, for for free, so. I mean, right now it kind of is. Yeah, kind of. But... I just need to figure out some kind of like bonus material. I'm already bad enough at putting episodes out, but maybe I'll get better. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. What what kind of bonus material would you like to see on the Patreon if I got that started up? Because um, I know I can't. I can't force Kirsten to sing, and you don't want to hear me sing, <laughs> or me. So um, I don't know. Do you have a blooper reel or? No, I just I don't even edit this. I'm not going to edit this. I'm just going to post it. Okay, I'm okay with that. I'm going to post this like as soon as we're done. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, uh, the last episode that came out. You're going to have a, a split episode. Yeah. yeah. I like to tell your episode is good. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. Well, I'm uh, just one more thing. Mm-hmm. So I'll be, I'm planning on talking with Giselle tomorrow night to record another thing. Cause okay. we're, we're trying to do this weekly, just kind of like an unedited thing or whatever. And just, I don't know, see where it goes. And do you have any questions for Giselle? I can't think of anything right now. Well, if you do, uh, message me and let me know. Yeah, I, and I'll, I can I'll do ask that. her. I'll ask her tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. I, cool. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's cool. This is just such a cool thing you guys are doing with the podcast and the Discord, and it's just the support that the whole community puts together is just—it really helps. And if, if, I'm hoping that everybody gets that out of this. So. It's not just a chat room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's it's 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 a really good support system to have. Yes, it's it's needed. It's necessary. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you don't have anything else to add, I think yeah. I'm. I don't have a lot of questions for you because I know you're on the Discord. So okay. <laughs> and then, sorry, sorry, listeners. Um, 
if anyone has any questions for Tommy, you can shoot them my way or find Tommy on the Discord and ask her herself. Yeah, I, um, I'm an open book. There's nothing I'm hiding. So, but I would definitely love to have you on again. Yeah. Uh, if you ever feel, you know, the urge or need to to come back on here and and say something or tell a story or whatever, just let me know. Absolutely, I'd love that. And we'll make it happen. Okay. Cool. Okay. All right, we're officially at one hour. So. Wow. <laughs> People don't like listening much longer than an hour right now. Okay. Awesome. They're like, oh, it's too long. I'm too tired of an hour. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, well um, thank you so much for, for being on. Thank you. Thanks for thanks for sharing your story and, um, and verbalizing. I think it, that's, I feel like verbalizing stuff is very powerful. It's, it's, it, it helps. It's, it's a cleansing thing. So I like, I like to share. Speaking of sharing, if you enjoyed this episode, you should share this episode with your friends. That would be cool. I would like that. Because the further we, you guys, th- or I'm going to say y'all, y'all throw this net out there, the more people we can help and the more people that will hear this. <laughs> so Absolutely. Cool. And uh, if anyone has their story that they want to tell or, or talk to me or, or whatever, please reach out. Um, every, I, I know that people want to hear it, not just me. Um, if you think your story is boring, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Your story might be boring to you, but it's not boring to everybody else. And that was the so, important part of when I started listening is I started relating to every, just about every person that was part of their life that I related to. I totally mm-hmm. understand where they were at at that point. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, and I, I, I guarantee you a lot of people probably thought oh my my story's boring my life's been boring it's not no i understand so yeah Yeah. y'all should uh reach out to me so you can share your story and some of the the people that have already shared let's hear an update yeah if anybody yeah i'd love to get some updates on here um yeah that'd be cool I've noticed since Giselle got back, there's all kinds of people that haven't been around for a long time, and I don't know if I know their stories, so I would just sit back and kind of listen and see how they react. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to get more people on here. Okay. Well, on that note, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this. So. Okay. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening. Make sure you share this and subscribe and whatever, all that stuff. You can find this. You you already found it. Bye.